Welcome to the Sales Talent Recruitment Podcast, brought to you by the Canadian Professional Sales Association. John, thank you so much for being on the CPSA Recruitment and Talent Podcast. Before we dive into the rest of the show, why don't you tell us briefly about who you are and what you do today? Well, thank you, Kevin, and great to be here with you and your audience. My company, Selling Dynamics, was founded in 1990, focusing primarily on sales training in the beginning, but we then branched out into sales training, sales management training. Uh, We assist clients with recruiting and also work in an area we call sales process engineering where we really match the value clients bring to their customers. So that, in a nutshell, that's what we do. That's excellent. Well, we're going to touch on a little bit, a little bit of that, which is in the recruiting realm and primarily onboarding. For sales professionals, team leaders, and organizations across the country, the Canadian Professional Sales Association is your partner in building knowledge and skills to improve sales performance. The CPSA is the advocate for excellence in sales. We invest resources in programming, curriculum development, and professional designations to help individuals and companies become more successful through effective sales. We connect employers and employees, business with academia, and the private sector with government to advance the sales profession and improve Canadian competitiveness. Learn more at cpsa.com. And remember to subscribe to the CPSA podcast through iTunes, Google Play, and more. So the first question I want to ask you, John, is onboarding is where we want to get the, the salespeople out on the right foot, right? So what are, a, yep. what are two, two or three things that will help them succeed out of the gate? Well, you've already mentioned one of the things, and I, I hesitate to make any comments without mentioning the, the need and importance of hiring the right people. So with, with that said, let's go, let's go assume that they've got the right people. I think from an onboarding standpoint, the management needs to create a 90-day plan for their new hire. Uh, and that 90 days should really take them through the first three months of employment with no questions in, in, no questions in their mind as to what they should be doing every day. One of the problems you have with new people is if they're not really well-directed, they can get uncomfortable, and that can cause unnecessary turnover. So 90-day plan, critical. Of course, they need to learn about the products and the market served, but I'm always focusing my clients on teaching product and market knowledge in relation to sales process. So whatever technical information they are providing, they really should be thinking about What's the best way for those people to use that information in a sales process? So I think you try to marry technical and market knowledge with, with sales process. I think there need to be very clear expectations. I, I recommend most new hires are hired conditionally for 90 days. And within that 90-day period, I think we need to be clear of what are the things they need to do to be successful and what are the things they can't do which would get them dismissed. So I'm a big believer in being upfront about all of that. Additionally, in a 90-day plan, I think it's very important to make part of that 90 days having the people get out to meet customers. If they're in a business where they don't have any customers and it's all a build from start process, they need to be starting to make cold calls, maybe attend some industry functions, maybe some trade shows but you got to get them into the habit of being active. If they're acquiring a territory that has existing customers, then they've got to go out and meet those people or or possibly uh, set up a strategic phone call that they can begin to make right away 
with no expectation of business, keeping pressure off people, but making sure that they're active in the business. So I think those are critical issues that will get people started on the right track. Absolutely. And one of, and we must get our salespeople extremely active because the, the whole point of them being on is to help grow and sustain the business. That Absolutely. Is, well, yeah. we're, yeah, we're big believers in, in results follow activity. And the, pro, the problem you'll have is that sometimes not only the salespeople, but the company can fall victim of a, of a process we call the getting ready disease. They're never going to be ready enough. So you get them out in front of people as quickly as you can. Absolutely. So, John, I'm going to jump now and talk about the, the, that pesky paperwork, right? Because part of onboarding, of getting a new hire um, on board, quote unquote, is to, to not only get them hitting the ground running, as we just talked about, but also there's got to be paperwork that's got to be filled out, right, during the first week. Correct, correct. So, so what are the advantages of, of completing that paperwork even before day one? What, what, what should we be doing with, especially with our salespeople again, when it comes to the processing side? Well, I, I think part of this is going to be situation dependent. You may have some people that are currently employed and they're wrapping up employment. So it just may not be feasible for them to get that paperwork done until they get to the new position. Uh, certainly, if you've got people that aren't, aren't employed, don't have other outside pressures, uh, if they can come with that information already fulfilled, that's a time saver. But I think I would probably be inclined to build that into the the 90-day plan, probably that first week, maybe a, a day or maybe a half day, devoted exclusively for getting that work out of the way. Uh, insurance programs that they might have to select, 401k plans if they have one of those, uh, and, and how that will be dis- uh, distributed. So I, I think it's a little bit situation, situationally dependent. Obviously, upfront's the best. Otherwise, make it part of the 90-day plan. So, John, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you a question about immersing in the, the culture because we, it's one thing to do the paperwork, it's one thing to get them to get the 90-day plan in place. But what about in, in, in regards to the, the other team members? Because especially with uh, mid-sized to larger organizations, right, there's going to be more of a team approach to sales, probably more so than, than smaller organizations. And, and that, all, of course, is dependent on industry and the type of business, et cetera. So just briefly... Mm-hmm. Briefly, how do you help encourage companies to get get sticky culture in place with their new salespeople? Well, I think the cultural fit uh, has to be part of the recruiting process. We always talk about when you're looking at a candidate, can they do the job? Will they do the job? And will they fit in? So hopefully we're selecting people within reason that, that we have a, a general sense that they would match our culture. Then I think, you know, depending upon the company and depending upon you know, what their culture is, they should probably be out traveling with a couple of the salespeople. If there's ever a time where they might be using internal technical resources, uh, technical people, engineers, they might want to spend some time with those people. You know, each company has a unique culture, but I, I think hopefully we can identify a reasonable fit up front. And then I think you want to try to make them feel part of the team. You know, things as simple as maybe having a lunch with the manager and one of the other salespeople. But you want to make them feel comfortable and you want to make them feel supported. That that will help eliminate some of the false starts and, sadly, some of the the early either terminations or quitting that sometimes can happen when people don't feel comfortable. 
Absolutely. And with, with your, probably with your most aggressive closers as well, that's a, that's a, <laughs> a different animal altogether. Right. And there's, there's a, yeah. there's, there's um, an impatience, right. When it comes to those yes. that are really good at the sales role and they, um, they don't, they don't want to be sitting around, particularly if they're remote employees as well. Well, you know, I, I think that's a good point, Kevin. And I, I think that in my business, um, we regularly employ a behavior analysis, uh, typically known as a DISC profile. But it helps you identify, do you have someone that needs a lot of attention or someone that doesn't need a lot of attention? And so sometimes learning to coach those people through the use of an assessment tool is money well spent. Absolutely. So, John, for all of us, anytime we start anything new, hopefully, at least most of us, we kind of have this... uh, this hunger to learn, right? To understand what mm-hmm. it is we're doing for the organization, to learn um, not only in- industry knowledge and, and, and the granular knowledge of what the company needs to do day to day to survive, but just to learn even out, outside information that's going to help us at the end of the day, potentially do our do- jobs better, right? So this, this continuous mm-hmm. learning that, that is important to all of us, but especially salespeople. So how do you recommend that salespeople and their managers actually manage their learning time uh, before day one, after day one, first 90 days and beyond, but so they don't lose sight of closing the deal either? <laughs> a very important part of the, the business. Well, I, I think that, and I referenced this earlier, the getting ready disease. And here again, I think a, a personality assessment will help to identify those that are more likely to be victim of that. I think you've got to get out. You've got to get good technical knowledge. You always have to be a student of your business. But as we both agreed earlier, Kevin, I need to get salespeople out in front of customers right? and get them out in front of prospects. And I, and I think that if they suddenly bump into someone that is a great opportunity and they don't know how to handle it, I'm sure there's probably someone at the company that can help them. Right. So, so I think, yes, you've got to have that balance and you've got to be always learning about your business. But they, we have to impress upon them the most important thing is they get paid to get in front of customers. Yep, absolutely. And, and that's, that's a critical component of the business that they have to be aware of. Thank you for listening to the Sales Talent and Recruitment Show. Learn more about the training and benefits from the Canadian Professional Sales Association at cpsa.com.